Welcome to Charting the Course, a podcast from Full Sail Capital. We're a registered investment advisory firm committed to helping clients grow and manage generational wealth. We do this by focusing on integrity, competency, and transparency each and every day. No matter where you find yourself on the investing journey, our hope is that these conversations, stories, and interviews can empower and equip all investors with fresh insight and perspective on the capital markets. Thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Today, I'm joined by Catherine Van Landingham, our Director of Operations, who oversees our client service team, and Candace Guy, our Marketing Director. And we're going to dive into the different levels of advisory services. I really appreciate these two. appreciate the time they gave me to sit down. They are two extremely important parts of our team, and they make this place run. And you may not see them or hear from them all the time, but they do so much work behind the scenes. So I really hope you enjoyed the conversation. If there's anything we can do for you today or this week, please let us know. Well, Catherine and Candice, I appreciate the time. Thank you for joining me down here in the uh, Full Cell Capital Studio. I'm going to start calling it that. Sounds way more formal. Absolutely. And we need a a marquee down here, Mm -hmm. sailboat. I'll put it on my list. Marketing manager, if you'd put that on your list. We need an official light. I know. We really do. An on-air button. Mm -hmm. But I'm really excited about this conversation. We're going to dive into the different levels of advisory services. And I thought you two made a ton of sense for a lot of different reasons. Catherine, you've been on the operations side of different firms now. You literally run our ship here uh, yes. at Full Sail. I mean, <laughs> Steering it your forward. team your team is is what makes this place go. Absolutely. And then, Candice, you've been around the firm for quite some time. And now with your role as our director of marketing, you've really kind of entrenched yourself in our DNA and what we're trying to accomplish here. So I thought this would be a, just a fun conversation to have, but to shed some light on there's a whole world and different levels of advisory firms out there. We'll kind of identify a couple of the more popular ones. Um, and then we'll get into kind of what sets our team apart, when we make sense, when we don't make sense, because that is absolutely something that we have a conversation around a lot. So anyway, I appreciate you guys sitting down with me. Let's dive in here. So I kind of came up with five different levels or different access points into the wealth management world. The first one, and we'll get into all these, but the first one was kind of the do-it-yourself. One thing we were talking about before we hit record, there, there's a lot of people that like to do it themselves. Um, we have clients that still like to do it themselves. They have their their play money that, on the yeah. side that and, they like to pick and choose. And, and we don't want to touch that. That no. is their, <laughs> for some of them, it's a hobby. Uh, for some of them, they've just enjoyed doing it, but they also understand that we kind of manage the, the core piece of their wealth. There are other younger investors that do it themselves just from a cost standpoint, and I think that's fair. I think that makes a lot of sense. And there's different platforms and avenues out there. Probably the most popular one, and I don't know what you guys think, but one of the more popular ones for younger and newer investors is the RoboPath. Mm-hmm. And there are a ton of new platforms out yes. there now. We've brought in clients from those Robo options. Kind of once you graduate, I kind of call it graduating from it. You need a little bit more service than right. what you're getting. But those Robo options can be extremely cheap. It's They're not free. And some of them have gotten a little bit in hot water for not disclosing all their fees. They get creative in how they disclose it. Yeah. But but the robo option can make sense. And so I was going to spend a little bit of time here. It can make sense for a couple of reasons. I think one, maybe you are just starting out. We've encouraged people to go that route as they get started. Just create kind of a habit of $100 a month into this investment account. Buy something super cheap. Buy an ETF that's super cheap. And then go from there. Well, nowadays, the robo-options are becoming even more and more evident thanks to social media. I mean, every time I log on to Instagram or whichever, it's a new follow me, 
join me over here, do so this. many platforms. You can make $10,000 in one day if you do this, you know, type things are being flashed at you constantly that it does probably entice more people to try a little bit on their own, which is not bad, like you said. The popular ones that I see and the ones I kind of recommend would be your Betterments, your Vanguard, your Fidelities. Mm-hmm. And what's nice is they all kind of offer different things. Some do have a level of planning. We'll get into that. I don't know how much in-depth planning they offer. Right. But... They're good options. So I think that do-it-yourself robo world can make a lot of sense for some people, especially if you're doing most of your saving inside your 401k plan, which is something that I spend a lot of my time on. Like we don't expect everybody to just have all this multitude of savings outside of what they're putting away in their company. So it can make a lot of sense, but it kind of creates that discipline. Any other thoughts around do-it-yourself or robo? Well, I just think it's it's great that pending who comes our way, uh, we're able to kind of help them navigate even that side of things. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not bringing it in-house here or if it's not a fit right now, we have the ability to say, you know, there's a lot of platforms you can do this on. Here's our suggestion. Help them vet it out. Yeah, you can vet those kind of things. So I think it's interesting to have play in that even when we're not really the the primary driver there. Mm -hmm. I agree. We've had some friends that have sent their statements or, you know, little things over like, hey, will you just double check? And yeah. I generally bring it to you, Tyler, or someone else of like, hey, what are your thoughts yeah. here? Are they look, are on the right track? You know, yeah. and it's just kind of nice that they have someone that they can go to. So as you said, as they graduate from the level that they're at now to the next level, then they can come into our us full circle of helping them. Right. The next the next kind of three tiers it's kind of where I place them. I think that the do-it-yourself world, that online robo-only option is great, and it appeals to a certain demographic of an investor. The next three, and I'll kind of, we'll, we'll lay them out and then we'll back up. There's the brokerage house model. That's your Wall Street firms. Those are your, hey, I can, we can say names. It's our podcast. But there's your Merrill Lynch's, your Morgan Stanley's, uh, your Wells Fargo's. We're not, we're not hating on any of them. That's just a different world. That's the brokerage side of the business. It tends to be, not all the time, it tends to be a bit more transaction commission driven, uh, a bit more old school. I've spent my time at a brokerage house. There is plenty of planning that goes on that is fee-based and there are great people in those firms. So that's not at all what we're trying to get across here. But there's the brokerage house world. Then there's a hybrid world out there that does both kind of the commission brokerage transaction side and fee-based, but they're kind of on the independent side of things. Those are kind of your uh, insurance-based groups, insurance-based planning. Again, there's a time and a place for insurance and there's a time and a place for using those products. They will tend to lead with those products, which is fine. It's just a little different than how we do things. And then that third tier would be true RIA, which if you've been around Full Sail for any length of time over our almost past five years, mm-hmm. you've heard us talk about just the RIA space, that registered investment advisory world. Uh, the true independence, in a, in a word we like to throw around a ton, is the fiduciary role. We are We are 100% at all times, a fiduciary in our relationships, not just suitability, which ties back into the other two. So let's back up a little bit. Catherine, you and a, a handful of the team came out of a trust company, which again is a, a whole another different model. Probably falls into the, it would fall into the fiduciary world, though I would say. Yeah. Um, and then that. we've got advisors that have come out of an RIA. We've got advisors that have come out of the brokerage houses, the Wall Street firms. Um, and I think we all agree we enjoy the way. We operate now. You know, one thing that I used to do is I did have my insurance license so I could at least provide insurance. I choose not to do that anymore. We don't offer insurance here. What, if any things, have you guys seen when it comes to maybe bringing clients over from the broker's house or clients that have been in those different worlds? They come to us. What's something that you feel like 
kind of helps us stand out um, in, in that world? Well, I think for me, the keyword which you said that differentiates us from the other levels of service that you're discussing is fiduciary. We are extremely passionate about taking on that fiduciary role. Um, even when we're hiring our n- new people to join our crew here, you know, we look for certain key qualities in those people and the servant heart, understanding what the fiduciary role is, being truly passionate about people and being able to form that personal relationship with our clients is part of what makes us different. And I've said this before, we truly care about our clients. And if they need to get a hold of their advisor, they can get a hold of them. But they also have a client service team. We are literally all here working together for the clients. So they always have someone that they can call, get a hold of with whatever questions that they might have. And that from the beginning was a difference for some of our clients uh, starting off the bat. Mm-hmm. Previously, some of our clients have mentioned whether it's trying to have insurance sold to them or things being promised but then not delivered. Yeah. You know, we have some clients where they're needing a line of credit. And if you offer that in-house, obviously you're going to push them towards the direction of your using your credit. person in-house. Whereas we look at it as like, okay, let us help you shop this and find the best deal. We can facilitate getting that collateral account open for them, oversee it, and make that process as smooth and painless as possible for the client and take that off of their plate for them. And then sometimes it's even looking at clients who do have a line of credit and assessing, do you really still need this or is this time to pay it off? And where does this fall into your overall financial picture? And let us help you out with that decision too. One of the things I'll say on any of these kind of three tiers we're talking about now, if you have somebody that you trust, you have a person that you feel like you can, you can lean on and is giving you sound advice then we are all for it. You have a relationship with somebody. It is a relationship business. As long as you know and you are confident that they have your best interest in mind. And I think that's important to understand. My goal in highlighting these different levels or different tiers of advisory services is not to say one's better than the other. I am very confident in our approach. There's other ways to do what we do and and it appeals to certain people. I just kind of wanted to make sure we highlighted these are the different levels. Do-it-yourself robo online, cheap, fast, easy to do. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of a set it and forget it. The next tier would be what we just talked about, the brokerage world, the hybrid world, the RIA world. But again, the key is finding somebody you trust and making sure that they have your best interest in mind. It's kind of what I would sum it up. What I love when I talk from you know the full soul perspective is our ability to remain relational. I mean, uh-huh. We're always seeking different ways to have touch points with our clients. Of course, with reviews and things like that that are very focused on where they are and what they're wanting financially, but also on a very personal level of trying to connect, whether it's events or just different times of the year that we like to come together and and spend that kind of time. So we're getting to know our clients in a way that I I feel confident saying not all places do. They're not putting that that time in. Sure. Um, that I I do feel that we try very hard to connect and talking about these three i think from an outside perspective a lot of people might not even know where they are in their financial life like which route do i go am i still at a do-it-yourself or am i at robo is it time for me to go up and have someone else handle this Mm -hmm. in a a bigger way and so i think something we also try to do is educate um what are the differences especially on that fiduciary like what is a fiduciary what does that mean versus what service i'm currently getting and how does that affect me? Yeah, people don't always know that. And so I think it's really nice from the point of view of education and letting people decipher on their own, of course, but giving them the words and the definitions of what is a fiduciary? What does that mean? How does that make this person different than this person? I think sometimes from the outside perspective, 
you had mentioned you log on to anything these days and you're, right. you know, sold so many different platforms of ways you can take care of your money. Unless someone's doing a whole lot of research, everything kind of starts looking the same. Yeah, it does. Agreed. And David does a good job of explaining the fiduciary versus suitability. He uses the example of putting on a fiduciary hat in front of the client and then at the same time putting on a suitability hat in front of the client. But at the end of the day, it's honestly a fiduciary role, kind of to remind everybody, is picture the advisor sitting on the same side of the table with you, and they have to do, they have to pick, they have to point you in the direction that's going to be in your best interest. And it can have nothing to do with what is going to make the firm or that advisor the most money, what's going to make that firm or the advisor look the best, or they're going to get a pat on the back from their buddy they pushed you to. Like It's being a partner. It is. It's truly being a partner. It's we're on the same side of the table. I don't care if it's the cheapest or the most expensive. I just have to make sure it makes the most sense for you and your situation. It fits. Which, and for families, I think, should something happen to one member of the family member to know that that other person is still left in good hands with someone that you truly trust that has guided you through this and then will guide that person through mm -hmm. that next stage of their life um, also gives a peace of mind. I think you're exactly right, Catherine. And I know, and we'll move on here to full sell, but one thing that I see a ton when I have a new couple or a new family coming and sitting down with me is more often than not, and it's just a generalization, but the spouse, whichever spouse that I haven't engaged with yet, normally leaves there with a sense of peace. They mm -hmm. leave there with a sense of relief in the fact that I know I can call somebody now. Yep. And if something happens to my spouse, I know I can walk in the front door and they're going to take care of me. And Absolutely. we've had that happen. I mean, Catherine, yeah. you, we've, we've, Many a time. your team is usually that first go-to of, all right, what do we got to do? Yeah, operations is an all-go you know, unit when things like that happen. Mm -hmm. And it's nice because it takes that weight off of the family yeah. during a really difficult time, regardless of what that looks like, and we kind of bear the brunt of it. And it's it's really cool to see operations go in full effect there. From the client service team perspective of when a life event happens for a client, you know, like you said, there's many times where we've had to help step in. And if it is the death of a spouse, for example, there's been several times where clients come in with a box of papers, and then, you know, it's us taking the time to sort through it, figure out what they have as far as bills, helping get those set up for payment, taking over that part of the world for them so that they can rest knowing that everything's going to keep moving, everything's going to keep going forward. We're there to guide them through it. And so they're not alone during that time. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And again, as I, I want to transition us into kind of talking specifically about Full Cell and uh, just, I think, just a good reminder of why we're here, what we do, how we do it, and really when can it make sense? Because I think it makes sense at different times. We've Again, we've kind of established the different tiers and wherever you find yourself, if you have a question about where should I be, then that's what we're here to do. The amount of second opinions we provide, and we're not afraid to tell you you're at where you need to be. We're not afraid to tell somebody. Right. Um, We've done that before. Yeah, like, no, you're... you're They're taking good you care of you. Yeah, They're happy. Like, Great. You're not... The, the fees look fair like you're fine so as we move in and this is where i know you two can really shed some light is let's highlight our team highlight our firm and really what sets us apart the first question i had is when in your opinion do you see people coming in and it, it's finally made sense for them to hire a full cell capital that full kind of full-time full service family office approach well i think similar to what you're saying before it depends on what phase of your life you're in right one of the things I say when people are talking to me about who I work for and does it make sense for them, you know, and I'm describing what we do here, usually say we're a boutique style family office uh, where we are a team. And, you know, you have, yes, you have your client service team, which is the back end that's helping make sure everything gets taken care of, everything is moving seamlessly together. 
But you also have your team of advisors. So if you're someone going through where you have a lot of complex CPA questions or you need someone to review your estate documents to make sure you have all your affairs in the order, or do you even have the right kind of estate documents or do you need something additional? Do you want to purchase a massive piece of real estate or, right. you know, yeah. Scott's favorite thing when you come, oh, I want to get into the real estate. Let's buy an investment house. Things like that. You know, it's sometimes nice to have that team where you can pull someone in and advise them on it. We're not going to do your taxes for you. We're not going to draw up your estate documents for you. But what we can do is provide a second set of eyes, which I think is critical because you don't just have one firm looking at every aspect of your life. You have multiple sets of eyes on it so that everybody can hold each other accountable and make sure that you are truly getting the best service that you need from all aspects. Um, you know, we've Pulled Stacy in multiple times with questions, you yeah. know, regarding tax stuff. Max has been wonderful if we need some estate plans looked at or have different legal questions, you know, in that regard. You've been fantastic with 401ks and what kind of retirement plans should they be doing. But, you know, we each have our own niche, which I think makes our team unique and special in that aspect. And then also you add the fact that we all work together, right? If one of us is successful, the entire team is successful. And we truly believe in helping each other out and guiding each other to provide the best service for our clients. Well, and I think that, Catherine, that leads into a really good conversation. We have a lot of when does full sell make sense? And what I tell people, and we are open about this, we have to have a minimum on our ADV, which is our legal yep. filing every year. So our stated minimum is a million dollars. And that's simply because that's when we feel like our full annual fee makes sense for a client. Now, do we work with people that do not have a million dollars? Sure. There, right. There's times where uh, within a household, because we view, we view our clients kind of at a household level. So we'll work with, again, if our, if our mission is to work with multi-generational wealth families, and we families, we have to do what we say. We're going we're gonna to do that. So we'll be working with maybe the third generation who's just starting out. They want to work with us. It makes sense. Well, they're, yeah, absolutely. We'll work with them. There are times when, then when we don't make sense and we are okay recommending another option. I think it's fun when you're working with the different generations. You can also help guide parents or whomever, you know, in passing down their values and their legacy to the younger heirs um, and helping guide them from the beginning. You know, in working with the multi-generationals, it is fun. You get to help the parents pass on their values and their legacies to the younger generations, and you're helping them at an earlier age get on that right path and continue to succeed and grow the family. No doubt. Absolutely. And and again, it's it, it is truly, in my opinion, a case-by-case -case conversation. There are people that we can step in and begin to help, and we know we can get them to that minimum. We can start to do some planning. We can get them on a uh, maybe a contribution plan. And, and again, this isn't about us bringing in assets. This is more about we want to get these people to this financial independence. And that's when we can really kind of earn our keep, if you will, of our whole team stepping in and, and taking care of these clients. I think one thing that does set us apart, and you hit on it, Catherine, is, and I'm going to tie this back to a couple of the different tiers we talked about earlier. In, in some of these models, and I won't pick on anyone specifically, but in some of these models, you have one dedicated person that you know at that firm, and they are one in, let's just say, 5,000 at that you know, regional or national firm, right? Well, if something happens to that one person, and I've seen this happen across the board, if something happens to that one person, your account is simply passed over to somebody else in the office that you have no relationship with. Absolutely. And again, mm -hmm. it could be a tragedy. Something could have happened. That person could have left. There's all different reasons why you get your account gets moved to a different advisor. However, the way we've set up things and the way we're structured is I'll just use myself as an example. If I'm not here, and this is one of the reasons I moved my practice in from being completely independent and I moved it into this team model was 
if I'm not here or if I'm unavailable or if something happens to me, then all of my clients should know somebody at the firm that they can call. We're not siloed. Um, we don't walk into the office every day trying to protect our own little book of business from right. everybody else. It's not a competition. And and that's a really, really big difference that I and I hope people can understand that where I'll get brought into a meeting last minute because they want to talk about something. And that advisor, I'll use George as an example, has zero worries that I'm going to sit there and try to take over that relationship. George actually wants all of us to be involved in all of his relationships. <laughs> he's, he's so good at it. But I've done the same thing with the other advisors or the other teams. I mean, I've brought Catherine in at different times because she can speak to it. Anyway, that's just a side note of uh, something I think people should be aware of. You shouldn't be okay being passed around to different advisors or different groups or maybe the firm changes names or whatever. Just, just be aware. Take just a great question to ask. What yeah. happens if? Well, and I think also you touched on it earlier, but another thing that sets us apart is the fee. We are upfront, tiered-based fee. There's no hiding it. There's no... It's transparent. And yeah, that's something it's that's very transparent. Yeah. You don't have to like, you know, sometimes people will bring us their statements and we're looking at it and then we're pointing out the fees We've that they're not aware of. to the calculation. Yeah, and... and determine. And then what they thought they were paying, it's actually a lot more. Um, so I... Love the fact that we are transparent with our clients, which I think, again, is critical in building that true trust relationship with our clients, is we're not nickel and diming them. We're not charging extra to bring in Scott to discuss real estate or Max to look over your estate plan. Like That is part of our service and part of who we are. I couldn't agree more. Another aspect that helps to set us apart is, you know, our financial planning. We touched briefly on that. And that is a service that a lot of other offices do provide their clients, but some of them will actually charge extra for that. This is, again, just part of who we are. But we can outline, you know, in our software system of what your retirement goals are. Let us help you actually visualize and see, are you on the right track? Do you have enough if you want to retire at 50 versus 60? And what does that look like for you and your family and planning, you know, ahead for the future. So you do have something to look forward to. And then we get to help hold you accountable as we meet with you throughout the years and make sure you're on track. Do we need to adjust something? Has a large life event happened that now we need to factor that in to the scenario? And it's staying up to date on what is going on in our clients' lives on that day-to-day basis, which also helps deepen our relationship. But then we also become one of those first calls when something does happen Mm -hmm. because they know they need to let us know or they even just want to let us know. And, you know, if that's a child going through a divorce or one of the family members passing away or trying to decide if they're going to sell a business or do they want to pass it off, you know, those are all things that come to us. And that's why we're here and why we all love what we do because we do get to help people and, you know, I've always said I can go to bed at night knowing that my role and what we're doing is truly making a difference in someone's lives. They're not going to see what I do in the behind the scenes, and that's completely fine. But I know that what we're doing is making it easier on them, which that's the point, right? We want to make their lives easier. We want to help guide them and be there for them throughout the different stages of their life. Oh, no doubt. And one other thing you talked about earlier was kind of the different niches or different specialties. And you're actually getting one that will be new to our team, which is going to be the philanthropy. Yeah, chartered advisor and philanthropy. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and you and I have talked a lot about it. We both... I love dealing with our nonprofits and our foundations and yes. our charitable institutions. And so that's a whole other kind of aspect that we're going to be able to bring to the table now with everything you're doing. So so great job. I know you're working literally nights on, on this thing, <laughs> and uh, but, but we're proud of you for doing it and uh, can't wait to see what that looks like. So Candace, one thing I think that would be good to hear from your side as we wrap up here is now you are in this role. You've been around our firm for years. You've, you've known a handful of us, but now that you really are in-house, every day and our kind of director of our marketing, what's something that you feel like kind of sets Full Sail apart from your seat as you have become ingrained in our culture? So, you know, my favorite thing about working at Full Sail is 
I had the opportunity to sit down and, and meet with each crew member and and talk about kind of what they did here and, and why they came. And um, as I was trying to gain perspective on who Full Sail was right. and how I wanted to share that with others outside of the walls. And it's just a team of just good-hearted people that, like Catherine said, we want to help people. And so each member brings something different to the table. Yep. They have a specialty that really aids in building our team out in a really productive way makes us more efficient. It makes us be able to kind of hit in on anything that someone might bring through the door as an issue. And I just think that our ability to communicate, be relational, those are things that I love to tell other people about. And so marketing for this sector looks very different yeah. than what marketing yeah. <laughs> looks like in a retail world. And with my background in advertising, I, I see that difference in such a big way now. But now I get to tell stories. I get mm -hmm. to show us in a light that shows who we are and really, you know, highlights the heart of what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so to me, uh, while it's not a sell of sorts, it's it's really fun yeah. to share who we are and know that everyone that I'm sharing about, our whole team, is all on the same page. Everyone wants to do the work for the client. It's truly client service based. And I've just been really impressed with the fact that there's not that competition side. It doesn't feel like tense or anything like that. I just, I think the the office itself is truly a family and we're out there to be a trusted family partner to those that we're serving. I love it. And I think the clients feel that. I mean, I they get so. that we actually like each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can feel it's it. hard for you to admit that you like me, Tyler. I understand that. Hey, but you, you put words in my mouth. I'm not going to put that <laughs> on recording. No, we have an awesome team, guys. And, and we've continued to add. And if, and if you sat there and listened to our 2022 look back, you could hear it. You could tell that we do have fun together. And, and our team is made up of incredible people. Not everybody you get to hear from or see all the time, but uh, we do have just such a, such a good team. I also think that nowadays most of our business does come from referrals, and that's because of a direct reflection on our culture here and our team approach that we take in solving everyday issues for our clients. Oh, no doubt. We get a majority of our new business from referrals. Those are the best kind because those are coming from it's a people true compliment. That, that have worked with us. And Absolutely. You're already vetted. Well, it's an testament to the work that we're doing is truly making a difference that they feel confident enough to refer a family member or a friend or whomever over to you and they can vouch for the service that they got. Well, Candace and Catherine, I really appreciate the time. I have absolutely no doubt we could keep going for another hour but it would probably turn into uh <laughs> what we will call candace and Catherine after dark and that's for another time it has a nice ring to it it's for another time another <laughs> time so hey again thank you all for listening we appreciate it if if there's any questions from what we kind of went over today on a very high level we're happy to dive into it anybody on our team can answer questions uh but that's what we're here for again i hope hope you guys found this informative so thank you both for, for being here thank you thank you for listening if you enjoyed today's conversation, don't forget to review and subscribe through your preferred podcast platform. Have a great week. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of Full Sail Capital. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be relied upon as a basis for investment decisions. Clients of Full Sail may maintain positions in the securities discussed in this podcast.